This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. Sponsored by Beast. It is August 15th. <laughs> the movie? 20- yes. That's the yeah. only commercial I get on my streaming services now. I, every every two minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is a highlight uh, of the podcast so far that we got a sponsorship from the movie Beast. <laughs> Beast is sponsoring everything right now. Yeah, so. I love it. <laughs> it is August 15th, 2022. Uh, a happy 60th Ringo Star Day to all of you. Ah. 60 years ago is when they asked Ringo Star to take over pretending to play the drums for the <laughs> Beatles. <laughs> Sorry, no, no disrespect. What's your favorite Ringo Star song, Jen? Um, not Octopus's <laughs> Garden. I hate that song. <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm just kidding. We, we, we love you, Ringo. We are not... Uh, I- not true. and like go ahead it's tough i honestly octopus's garden was the first thing i thought of and then i'm like <laughs> there's yellow submarine which also sucks <laughs> yeah so i i'm sure there's a good one i'm sure it, there is i i just can't think of it but when i worked at a restaurant at the mall of america um for over Ringo's? a year for some reason octopus's garden got played so much yeah. And it's already a bad song that, like, if you hear it once a year, you're still like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. But, man, like, hearing it, like, two or three times a week, rough. Yeah. Was, was this Rainforest Cafe? No. um, It was, Ryan, what you, was the name let's, of it? Let's, let's, let's um, let it, it's, was it the yeah. Cadillac Ranch? There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yes. It was at the ranch. Cadillac Ranch. Nice. Well, we're glad you worked at that ranch. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is episode 113. We are off to a smashing start here. Uh, we have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. I'm Jake. Hope everybody is doing well. And let's take time out to thank our sponsor, Beast. <laughs> <laughs> the new movie starring Idris Elba coming to theaters soon. Uh, I promise that's like the second or third last time. Uh, Ryan, how has the week been? Uh, It's been pretty awesome. We had a fun event at at the diner uh, last weekend. Um, We or not last weekend, over the week on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Um, And it ended up being really busy, which I did not expect. We had a band playing. I'm drawing a blank on their name right now. Um, I was calling them Dino Boys. I know that's not their name, but that's what I called their bar tab. And so it's kind of a running joke for the night. They'd be like, uh, put it on the Dino Boys tab. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I can't remember their name. But they're, they're like a bossa nova band. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like Brazilian jazz, but very much like kind of Americanized bar band version of that, you know? Gotcha. Um, and it, and then there was some like fun activities. We closed off the parking lot. This all took place in the parking lot. And I was like, you know, I'll be out there making drinks for the night. Mm-hmm. And what I was literally, what I was expecting was to have like a smattering of people walking up and ordering drinks from me throughout the night. Um, and then a lot of me kind of standing around and watching the band and looking at my phone and taking selfies and stuff like that. Mm. Um, what I got was literally nonstop. Like it, it started at six o'clock and from like six till eight thirty, I couldn't like look at my phone. It was just like there there was not a moment where there wasn't somebody where I wasn't making a drink, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really the Bossa Nova fans here in the cities. <laughs> yeah. It was um yeah, I mean it it felt like because you know it doesn't the the I don't know. It's been it felt like working at First Avenue or something. You know what I mean? Like that style of bartending. Where there's no service, really. It's yeah. all just, like, pounding out drinks and cashing people out, you know? Um, so, yeah, it was wild, but it was really fun. Um, and then on Friday night, I went to see Bullet Train, ah. starring Brad Pitt. Not to be confused with Arrow Train. No. Um, and <laughs> I... I... um was didn't really like have any expectations for it i I had kind of heard it wasn't very good um but i was going in with an open mind and just like we'll see whatever i ended up actually pretty you know enjoying it quite a bit um it's i mean for for what it was it's it's not it's not a quote unquote good movie. Okay. I I didn't put a heart next to it in my letterbox, but it was like qu- enjoyable. Um and it was kind of, you know, funny and cute and the the characters were all like engaging and um yeah, it it was kind of a fun romp. Um with with some heavy violence. Where does it where does it rank in your train based movies? Um, <laughs> you know it's tough. It's not a yeah. a genre. Train based movies super... are generally pretty solid. You know, yeah. like there aren't many bad train based movies. No, and, and you know, it's an intriguing I, setting. I, I I listened to a podcast actually about that exact topic. Oh, um, <laughs> and it was you know about Bullet Train, and then. Also, what are your top five train movies? <laughs> and hearing people talk about it, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen most of these. So I, I don't feel really, um, you know, like I am have a big enough knowledge base of, of these to really rank it in the oeuvre. But um, it was good. It's definitely not as good as um, Snowpiercer. Okay. <laughs> what, what was the um, one with Chris Pine and Denzel Washington? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Unstoppable, yes. right. <laughs> Which was really weird. I felt like that was one where when it came out, it kind of got like, you know, 
shit on a lot and people right. just made fun of it and they made like an SNL sketch about it and it was just Which... like dumb. <laughs> and then like over the, the movie years, ended up being great. Yeah. Yeah, it ended up kind of being come I known feel like, as, like it was a, like from the trailers where classic. like this movie looks terrible and everyone made fun yeah. of it before seeing it and then yeah. yeah. We watched it and we're like, oh, wait, this is super watchable. Uh, yeah. pretty fun. Yep. I think it was the fact that, because uh, didn't, wasn't Denzel also in the remake of Taking of Fellow 1, 2, 3? I think yeah, he so. was. I know yeah, John so Travolta was, but I think he was the, the other guy. Like the, it was, the, it yeah. was guy. the fact that he chose to do two train-based movies <laughs> within three years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was also just like Chris Pine was still a surprise back then. Because he's, like, mm-hmm. a way better actor than you think he should be because he's just very, like, generically handsome yeah, and yeah. started, like, started his first movie was, like, a Lindsay Lohan movie. So you're like, oh, Chris Pine, he's going to be awful. And then you're like, oh, he's actually, like, a really good actor. Yeah. True. True. Um, well, I'm glad you enjoyed that, Ryan. Anything else? But yeah. And then um, we... Let me see what... Oh, and then I'm going to be on a podcast... Tomorrow, I think, oh, cool. if, if all goes according excited. to plan. Um, and it's Jake. Do you what's the name of it? Do you remember? Uh, it's called Think Drink Disney, and it's from our old guest uh, Matthew Getch, uh, where uh, he's going to sit down with Ryan, and they're going to design a uh, bar slash restaurant based on a Disney property. Um, oh, is that the cool. best, is that how we described it to you, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, more or less. Yep. Um, and so for my episode, I chose to do Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, that's your movie. Um, so in preparation for that, I also watched Fantasia on Saturday night. Nice, very um, nice. And then tonight, I am AMCing Bodies, Bodies, <laughs> Bodies with Rebecca. So. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the one with on uh, What's-His-Face in it, right? P- like the... Pete Davidson? Yes, oh, thank you. What's-His-Face. Um, <laughs> He's my mom's favorite actor. Yeah. She's seen um, a lot of movies with him in it. <laughs> let me see. She stops see. talking I don't... when he comes on screen. Yep. <laughs> yep, I, I think that was it. The last movie before Bullet Train was Prey, so. Cool. Yeah. Fun, exciting week. The Dino Boys. Yeah, well, very fun, were, exciting week. They could have been lion boys, like you would find in the movie Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jen, um, how has... Sure. Oh, ahead, um, Beast is going to be the movie of the summer. <laughs> I'm, ca- I'm calling it now. The summer only has three weeks left. Step aside, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, the yeah. Summer yeah. belongs to Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming August twenty eighth to a theater near you, and they they always they always put out the best summer movies in the last week of August. They absolutely do. Uh, so Jen, how how is your peak summer going this last week? Uh, it was great. It was one of my favorite weeks of the summer. Um, yeah. which is my like girls' cabin weekend, where I go hang out in a cabin. Um, with Ryan's wife, Rebecca, um, although we all call her Becky, and she's Becky for Cabin Weekend, and mm. a bunch of my other girlfriends, mostly from college, but not entirely, and yeah, so we didn't watch a ton of content. We only 
watched one piece of content, um, which is we generally, like, for, like, lazy days, um, pick a trashy reality show that we haven't seen before. So this time we watched a lot of Love Island. So nice. the UK version. Um, okay. Like the original. But not, I, I think there was like an original original, which was on a while ago. Um, and then it said we were watching season one, but this was like from 2015. And, it, hmm. and then somebody came on it that was from the original Love Island. So I don't quite know the whole Love Island situation. And all I knew about it was really from um, Ted Lasso. Like season two, because it was yes. like Jamie had been on Love Island, um, and so so that was kind of what I knew going in. Um, it was a lot of fun, you know. Most British shows I feel like are like you know six half hour episodes, and you're like, come on, give me more. Well, Love Island's the opposite, and it's like thirty three or thirty four <laughs> episodes in a season. <laughs> and they're all long episodes, so we watched like hours of of Love Island and did not like get through it at all. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know who wins and I haven't Googled yet. I mean, most people just Googled cause again, it happened in 2015, but, <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. Learned some new British slang, um, like <laughs> getting pied. I think it's kind of like getting a pie in the face almost. It means like getting like embarrassed and rejected. So they talk a lot about getting pied. I thought that was going to mean something completely different. I thought it was like a weird sex act or something, <laughs> which would also make sense on this show, but yeah. it's not. Um, they definitely, like, I thought maybe this was just in, like, old-timey, like, movies, but they definitely call women birds a whole lot. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, my favorite sentence that we watched was I just got by, uh, I just got pied by that fucking bird downstairs. <laughs> also, they can I say the it. F word. So many different. <laughs> it does, but it was not a good thing. <laughs> You're like, wait, she pied you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, it was a lot of fun. It's on a Hulu. If you have an insane amount of time. Um, Love Island, UK. It's similar Bachelor in Paradise, but, like, way more, like, low budget. And it's fun because it was, like, live kind of on TV. Like, so, like, people are, like, voting on it. And, like, when they leave, they, like, leave the mansion um, and go, like, immediately to, like, where they're filming, like, in the yard of the mansion, basically, and do, like, immediate interviews which is fun. Oh, and also everybody, everybody sleeps in the same room and nice. they have, they like sleep in a bed with like someone of the opposite sex, like the whole time. And they're all in the same room. It's so weird. So anyways, it's a lot of fun. Um, and highly recommend it when you're hanging out with other people too. It's, it's really great. Um, and then the other new content we started finally very late, um, just because we've been busy this summer um, with the family. We started Ms. Marvel, um, watched the Ooh. first two episodes of that on Disney Plus, and it is so freaking delightful. And I'm so excited to watch more tonight. So it's great. Yeah, yeah reviews have been really, really good. For it's that one. it is. Yeah. It's a lot more fun and. Um, 
and like almost like whimsical than the other um, mm. Disney Plus Marvel shows. So it's definitely so, like I think it's already like at number two. As long as it like stays solid, it's gonna be like probably right behind WandaVision for me for my favorites. Th- th- this is almost a year and a half throwback. Where does it fall on the whimsy scale? it is very high on the whimsy scale which i like i would put it at a good like seven or eight on the whimsy scale jen is the whimsy scale expert (laughs) i am Ah, awesome i'm glad you had a a good little vacation as we Mm do uh wind down the summer i also have uh, finally caught up on a show that uh i know you think very highly of i i've got about 20 minutes to go in the in the season cranked through uh over the weekend abbott elementary oh isn't it amazing it's so good it's it's just it's (laughs) they they just don't make good sitcoms anymore Mm -hmm. and this is a good sitcom this is a good network uh show uh which are few and far between nowadays um, I also, so today is the anniversary of the first day of the original 1969 Woodstock. Oh. And so also I watched the new Netflix, uh, three oh, episode yeah, I want to watch that. Train wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so, so on it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a really interesting watch and it was compelling, but it felt like they just kind of barely scratched the surface. You okay. know, um, go ahead, Ryan. So two things. One, um, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this, um, this doc. Beast? Oh, yeah, a lot of people yes. have been talking about Beast as well. Listen up, Paramount. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about Beast right now. Um, us, we're one of them. Only at theaters, August 28th. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movie of the summer, as far as we're concerned. Um King of the Jungle, more like King of the Box Office. Um, <laughs> um, there's, uh, but Becky was saying she was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it and they said, oh, if, you know, if you're interested in this, you should also watch the HBO Max documentary mm-hmm. because that one's the better of the two. And that one okay, came that out like a month ago too, or right? something. Yeah. I think that one's, yeah. Yeah. And it was just one, like one movie. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. sweet. And then I realized, like, we had kind of been throwing this idea back and forth over the last couple months of, like, Like, disappointing disappointing content. Yes, we threw our... We did Wayne stock, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, we we canceled Netflix finally. Oh, yep. Yep, we've been talking about it a lot. Yeah, so um, I think it was kind of post-Stranger Things. It was like, God, there's like really nothing Mm -hmm. good that comes out on Netflix anymore. So it was like, oh, let's watch this Woodstock thing. Oh, but we don't have Netflix anymore. So um, we started up that HBO Woodstock documentary, and I realized in about five minutes, I totally watched it like right when it came out. And it was like like four months ago or something. Um, But... Yeah, I fully watched it right when it came out and was very, very much loved it. Um, because it was funny, Becky was like, let me ask you before we start this, how much do you know about Woodstock 99? And I'm like, I actually know kind of a lot. I watched the documentary about it not too long ago. <laughs> Here I thought you were going to be like, we got into it and we realized this was a documentary about Woodstock 94. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
I I was watching the Woodstock movie. Um, no, um, we, but yeah, so, but I ended up watching the entire thing again. It's such a fascinating story. And, yeah. um, no, so definitely, was yeah. not able to watch the Netflix one, did rewatch the HBO one and do not have Netflix anymore. Many things can be traced back to Woodstock 99. Many, many of our current issues. Yeah. That was, that was the, the beginning. Um, I also, so I did, I did watch a new movie. I Netflixed, uh, even though you, you now canceled, uh, Day Shift, a new, uh, zombie buddy cop right. comedy. That's Snoop Dogg is in it. Snoop Dogg is in it, Jamie Foxx, yep. and the better Franco is in it. Dave. Uh, Dave, Mike Pancake himself, Dave Franco. Yep. <laughs> Which, so that's what I, I feel like, you know, it was one of those forgotten movies. And even now I cannot remember, but that's when he kind of, uh, they were featuring him more. He was in that Vince Vaughn uh, traveling salesman comedy movie and he introduced himself as mike pancake and i cannot for the life of me remember and i just looked it up last night because we were i, I was seeing mm-hmm. if it was streaming anywhere it wasn't so but uh yeah no it was a fun little fun little uh action comedy movie uh it was strange to see jamie fox in something like that but mm-hmm. oh. I, I enjoyed it it was, it was a fun little watch for a sunday night how many ambulances would you give it uh, three and a half ambulances. Okay. <laughs> Not quite four ambulances. <laughs> three ambulances in a fire truck. <laughs> uh, but yes, glad everybody had a great weekend and past week and got to relax a little bit. Uh, but we have to get back into some tournament talk. Uh, we are in the middle of our favorite uh, teachers and educators. Um, before we get into today's matchups, uh, let's take a few minutes. Uh, you know, there was obviously some that we had to leave off. Um, some that might uh, maybe seemed a, a little more recent, but maybe not as well known, or some that were a little more well known and not as recent. Um, but uh, Ryan, was there anybody you, you felt uh, really should have been on this list and maybe just didn't make the cut? Um, I pass. I I don't. I'd like to pass, teacher. <laughs> I'll take the zero. <laughs> um, I, I cede my time to Jenny. <laughs> um, the only you know, I I did fight for Miss Bliss to get in. You did. Um, yeah. so I, I was happy that her later. I I was happy that that happened. Um, other than that, the the ones that didn't make it are all the ones that were kind of um didn't fall into the you know the category necessarily like right. yeah. Mr. Miyagi and Yoda and stuff like okay. that. So stuff like um, that. Yeah. But if you see on lists a lot, yeah. Exactly. But but things that aren't like school teachers. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, screw those um, other teachers. Yeah. <laughs> mentors. No, I'm kidding. We'll do we'll do <laughs> mentors someday. Yeah. Paul Newman in yeah. The Color of Money. <laughs> we already found out that none of the Pop-Tarts have ever seen or know what that movie is. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Jen, mentors. Oh. Mentors will be a future, future tournament. Yep. Uh, Jen, I know this is a subject near and dear to your heart, so who, who are a couple that, that just didn't quite make it? 
Well, two that really stood out um, to me um, are two of the teachers, well, kind of teachers, one's kind of a teacher, guidance counselor, from Freaks and Geeks. Um, Mr. Russo, the guidance counselor, um, who is in, I mean, I think all of the episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Right, yep. Um, uh, you know, always like thinking he was so cool and trying to like really connect with his students. And I do love that because even though he missed the mark so much sometimes, like he really did care about, mm-hmm. um, all of his students and really tried hard. Um, and I loved him. And then also Mr. Fredericks, the gym teacher, um, oh, yeah. as played, played by, Biff. by Biff from the Back to the Future um, series, um, was so great too. Like he was only in a few episodes and like kind of the early ones, he's kind of almost an antagonist, mm-hmm. um, for the geeks. Cause they hate gym class, something I can very much connect with. Um, I also hate a gym class and also could not climb the rope. Um, <laughs> but, but he has that great sex ed, um, episode, <laughs> Where they're like, but what is it? Can you describe it? And so he really, like, takes the time to stop and, like, give them, like, so really the type of educator that I know that they remember. And and I love that. So, yeah. I mean, both of them, kind of smaller roles, kind of a niche show, um, mm-hmm. but two of my personal favorites. For sure, yeah. And especially, you know, even, you know, watching Abbott Elementary it was... You know, obviously we went with the main character, but yeah, I know, but any of them included... are, would have been great. Yeah, yep. yeah, such 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 fun characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, getting into like the shows that are literally about school, we we left out Mister Cotter from Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, that's, yeah, again, that would have been a good one. He was good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how much of our our group really maybe remembers that show. Although again, mm-hmm. that's where we got John Travolta from. So yeah. Uh, star, but star I feel like that's kind of all we know months. about Welcome Back, Cotter is the theme song and John yeah. Travolta. Yeah. Well, and how about uh, uh, Charlie Moore from Head of the Class? No, oh, uh, I watched more of that show, but also don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I, watching it, but don't I, remember yes. a thing about it. I, I remember yes. really enjoying that show a lot. I can think of like, I can picture... A lot of the cast in my head thinking about it right now um okay i enjoyed that show a lot and i i did weirdly like welcome back cotter i don't know why i for some reason it there was something about it that like sparked for me where i was like right. i should watch this and so it was on nick at night like once a week um, when it first it like first debuted in reruns or like in syndication in like the early 90s or mid 90s or something and I taped every episode and like watched <laughs> yeah. you know, a full season of Welcome Back Cotter um, so I've seen a, a lot of Welcome Back Cotter more than most people our age have awesome now, now I'm seeing Ryan teenage Ryan working at Blockbuster not shutting up about Welcome Back Cotter. Yeah, <laughs> I could definitely see that. It is definitely um, one one of the best theme songs of all time, though. Yes, and it's got a great so, opening premise. They, every episode mm-hmm. opens with Gabe Kaplan, aka Mr. Cotter, like telling a joke. That's like the the cold <laughs> open to every show is him like. Hanging out with his wife and like doing a straight like setup punchline kind of joke. Like, what is this the late oh, show wow. with Craig Kilborn? I know, yeah. seriously. 
Um, let's get into some actual matchups. And uh, over on our, our film side, uh, we have uh, Mark Thackeray from To Sir With Love. And up against uh, Jamie Escalante, uh, one of our few real uh, teachers uh, in this uh, tournament mm-hmm. from Stand and Deliver. Uh, two titles also uh, based on songs. Although I believe with Two Sir With Love, the song was already written. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Stand and Deliver, um, the song was written for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, but yeah, Jen, I know you're a big fan of, of these two characters, and they're, what's so fun is they're very similar in in their tropes. Like yes. The, 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 the tropes behind these characters, you know, having to gain control and the trust of a, of a rambunctious class. Um, yeah, much like another uh, teacher that we left out uh, in Michelle Pfeiffer's character from Dangerous Minds. Well, <laughs> yep. But not nearly. We left as good them as out like more for a reason. Yeah, this is. <laughs> we definitely yeah, like t- deliberately tried to stay away from the white savior trope. Um, <laughs> um, yes, dangerous minds or freedom writers or uh, there's like a whole bunch of these. There's that's there's a genre. Street one. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a yeah. whole bunch of the genre I- of white lady. Uh, out of Africa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, but Mark But these Thackeray. ones are not, yeah, these are kind of the classics <laughs> and maybe the beginning before it got, like, gentrified. Uh, but with... <laughs> Perfect word. Yes, to serve her with love being Sidney Poitier and Stand and Deliver being Edward James Olmos. Um, and they're just, like, they were the first movies that I thought of um, when I... You know, thought of yeah, like teachers in movies. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're the classics. So both like they're yeah, very inspiring and and fun. And both movies do such a great job of still being kind of exciting, even though like now it's become you know such a like you know trope tastic movie. Um, these ones are both like really great. And so if you haven't seen them or haven't seen them lately, I highly recommend checking both out. So yeah, Edward, yeah. Edward James almost was uh, nominated for best actor for his role. I cannot mm-hmm. remember if Sidney Poitier was nominated or not. But I'm not was... sure if he was for this one or not. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, are you, are you familiar with either of these roles? Unfortunately I'm not, but I would love to watch both. I think it'd be a fun yeah, letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I th- I think so. I think I think it really would be, and and it's always fun to see some young, um, pre Battlestar Galactica Edward James Elmer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan thought I was going to say Sidney Poitier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved his run on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> he was the voice of one of the robots, right? He, he did oh, his I would best. Like that. He did his best work before Battlestar Galactica came out. That that is 100 percent true. 100 percent true. Uh, Jen, uh, uh, and again, like these pairings. Another two of your favorite. Well, we know one of your absolute favorites, and I think she has a chance to go far in this tournament. But first, we have uh, Annalise Keating from How to Get Away with Murder up against Tammy Taylor from Tammy Friday Taylor. Night <laughs> um. But with uh, with Keating, she's she's both a teacher and a lawyer at the same time. She is a college professor, yeah, <laughs> and a lawyer, 
and involved in lots of scandals and the such. So <laughs> a little more scandal. I don't know. Here, How more. does she do it all? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not to say Tammy's not a little scandalous sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes <laughs> mildly. Yeah. Mildly. Uh, feel I, I, are you leaning Tammy Taylor probably? Oh, I definitely. I mean, Tammy place. Taylor is like, I mean, I've talked about how much I love Friday Night Lights like over and over and over again. And like, I think one of the best parts of it is just like the like deep realism of that show. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's like, honestly, like a lot of the Tammy as a teacher, like I think she's like, she's a high school teacher. I want to say social studies. Um, and then becomes a principal in mm -hmm. like the second half of the series. And I mean, it's just, it's depressingly accurate. Like, across the board <laughs> with fighting to get decent textbooks and yep. like caring so much about your students and like this tough stuff they're going through outside of uh, of school and trying to help them with that and just trying to deal with so many students coming in with so many needs and not enough time to and resources to really help as much as you would like and mm -hmm. it's just like it just like bears down on you and i think like tammy in that show does such a great job of showing the pressures of working in contemporary like public education so that's amazing yeah. and i mean i don't know i don't think there's too many like murders and scandals going on <laughs> in academia and lawyering um but it does seem very exciting but we've got one that's like depressingly accurate and one that's way over the top Shonda Rhimes style like excitement and both being played by amazing actresses so yeah they're both like yeah they're both amazing I, obviously I'll be voting for Tammy Taylor but yeah Ryan are you are you leaning the same way here oh yeah definitely and, and I've actually never seen how to get away with murder so um I unfortunately don't have any commentary there but uh and you now don't know how to get away with murder that's yeah. true <laughs> um i almost said tammy baker um t tammy taylor um is one of the great like school presences in the history of tv mm -hmm. for for me yeah um and i just i i think you know she's inspirational and I, you know, I'd love to have uh, someone like that at the school I was going to. Mm -hmm. um, and I know it would be, it would tank our ratings, but <laughs> I th I would love to at some point just do a Friday Night Lights only tournament so we didn't have to no. worry about the yes. Friday Night Lights people losing. And we could just do like a tournament of Friday Night Lights characters, leave off like the top four, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just have it be like, you know, the deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or Friday Night Light characters on one side and any given Sunday characters yeah, no. and, the, <laughs> and the program characters on the other side. You're ruining the this. Two, the two most ridiculous football movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, our next TV matchup. Uh, I and I again. I I kind of like the way uh, this this one paired up because you you have some very fun 
uh, teachers in these two characters. We have uh, Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus mm-hmm. yep. up against uh, Jessica Day from the New Girl. Um, so, uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you thinking here, Jen? Oh, I mean, they're, like, when it comes to, like, actual teachers... You know, Ms. Frizzle is an amazing teacher. Like, and right. both, like, um, like, I think the first, Mrs. Frizzle is the original, and then Ms. Frizzle, I believe, is, is the it? remake, or Dr. Frizzle, maybe it's Ms. Frizzle. Yeah, I'd have to ask John. So, because there's, you know, the original that we grew up with of right. the Magic School Bus, and then um, there was the reboot of it that was, like, three or four seasons uh, with Kate McKinnon as the voice. Yeah, she's and the And it's a different Miss Frizzle. They're like, it's her sister. It's her sister? Um, or, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I knew there was some sort of familiar Yeah, family, so it's a different Frizzle. Uh, but, but, yeah, I want to, I'm pretty sure it's sister, but I'm not positive. Um, but, like, let's count them together. And the sure. Frizzles. Yep. Um, and, yeah, they're great. And, uh, Yeah. And I love, you know, the, like, the idea of just, like, let's get into it and let's learn about it and let's have fun and let's get messy. And and they're great. And Kate McKinnon does such a great job with the voiceover, mm-hmm. too, on that show. Like, it's one of those shows where you're like, I mean, this isn't aimed for me, but I'm going to sit and watch this and I'm going to continue watching this episode after my kid has wandered away. So, right. yeah. So they're great. Oh, um, Yeah. I was just going to say, she's a great continuation. So the first one was voiced uh, mm-hmm. by Lily Tomlin. Oh, mm. yeah, that's right. So yep. it's, a, it's a perfect, uh, you know, continuation of that uh, character, kind of. Yes. Sorry. Go on. Absolutely. <laughs> I had forgotten that. It was, I was like, I knew I knew, I knew it was someone. But yes, mm-hmm. the amazing Lily Tomlin. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but I do, I mean, I love New Girl. And, mm-hmm. like, that's definitely the you know, like, like character personality that I relate to the most, but that's mostly with my bangs and dark hair and like (laughs) liking to sing songs all the time and wear dresses. Yes. (laughs) Well, and again, it's a character that really shows, I mean, you know, a little bit more, based in reality than a magical uh-huh. bus that takes you wherever you want. It does. Also, it mean, like... is a little bit more. Yes. And it is fun, <laughs> like, watching the show as a teacher and, you know, seeing her go from middle school teacher like I am, and then she becomes yep. an assistant principal and a principal, um, and switching jobs like that is certainly fun, too. So, yeah, yeah. she I strikes me as a very good teacher. Um, I imagine Ms. Frizzle will win this matchup, but both are great. And, I mean, New Girl is the show that I keep watching. It's one of my, like, put on while I'm trying to fall asleep or doing housework and stuff like that. It's one of my favorites. I I think it'll be close, maybe. But, but Ryan, what, what do you think here? Um, I have not. I'm not familiar with either of these properties, unfortunately. Oh. Um, that they're IPs that uh, I've not delved into, so <laughs> I I don't have an opinion. Well, at least check out the Prince episode of uh, the New Girl and yeah. the Prince episode of the Magic School Bus. <laughs> <laughs> they they do a whole episode on Erotic City. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the bus takes them. <laughs> oh boy. Um, 
back over to our movie side. Uh, we have Veronica Vaughn from Happy Gilmore um, up against Miss Norbury from Mean Girls. Um, two uh, fun comedy films here. Um, Ryan, uh, did did Veronica Vaughn stand out as a as a teacher? for you uh in those mid 90s comedy years yeah i mean absolutely from like uh being hot standpoint (laughs) yeah um, she cared about her students she did (laughs) um and you know she seemed like a she seemed like a fine teacher um but yeah i didn't really i never really thought of her as being like oh, wow, what an amazing teacher she is. <laughs> you know, it was more of, like, the love interest, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had, a, she had a unique teaching style, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, she, she had sex with one of the students. <laughs> <laughs> Not while he was one of her students. <laughs> but, but remember, she's an elementary school teacher, so... Yeah, yeah, so it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's not that's not frowned upon as much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! Um, How about uh, Tina Fey as as Miss Norbury though? She's legendary. Yeah, yeah, one of the best. Like I think she will sweep the floor with Veronica Vaughn, and you know, there's a lot of love for this movie, a lot of love for Tina Fey in general, a lot of love for this character. Um, you know, I do think that Billy Madison is a very popular Adam Sandler movie. Oh, I movie. said Happy Gilmore. Why did I say... Ha- yes, you're right. Billy Madison. Yeah. I am so... Um, but... <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, you know, I, I think Billy Madison's very popular, but I don't think it's popular enough to take down, in the teacher bracket, somebody who's right. actually like, an amazing right. teacher, you know what I mean? In, mm-hmm. in a, I mean, Billy Madison is a school movie too, but Mean Girls is a lot more of a school movie. Billy Madison's a movie about a dumb, dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, now if we do, if we do mentors, then we will have to do Happy Gilmore. Yes, um, definitely. With, with Chubbs. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. And his I, teacher. I think Creed too, like Apollo Creed, um, in Rocky too. I feel like, or, or Ro- Rocky, teacher. Rocky three. I don't know. I guess all, all the Rockies, yeah. All, the Rockies. yeah. all of them except for one. Uh, Jen, I know you're a, you're a huge uh, uh, Miss Norbury fan. I am. Um, she gonna go far in this tournament? I hope so. Yeah, I mean, and she she also like. Tina Fey does such a great job with this character because mostly, you know, in most movies she wouldn't be a fun character too. Like, she's an important character to the plot, you know. She makes, like, encourages and then kind of forces Katie to join the mathletes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we need teachers at, you know, these schools when they're very school-based shows and movies. But um, Tina Fey does such a great job of making the character very relatable and very funny. Like, she has her own funny lines, but still, like, has that, like, realism to her, too. Um, Like, she seems like the type of teacher that we remember having in high school and really liked and learned a lot from. So, yeah, Mrs. Norbury all the way. I love her. 
Yeah, gotcha. I think yeah, I think she could uh, get some momentum in this tournament. Uh, I mean, she's a pusher. She pushes yep. you to succeed. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what uh, our our next uh, film side matchup, which uh, on the surface might seem like it would be close, but I honestly think this is going to be uh, a, a landslide. But we have John Keating from Dead Poet Society up against Glenn Holland from Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, two, uh, you know, well-renowned actors here in Robin Williams and mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus. But I think this is John Keating all the oh, way. Oh, for sure. Oh, Captain, my <laughs> Captain. <laughs> right. Everybody wants to believe that they're one of the uh, disturbed young minds <laughs> that is going to come fix. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... But you familiar with Mr. Holland's opus, uh, Jen? Yep, yep. Um, I remember seeing it in the movie theater. Um, But, yeah. Both, I think, I can't remember now. I got to do better research before we get on, Mike. I think they were both nominated. uh, Yeah, I think so. Best actor, yeah. Neither of them won, but, um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, thoughts on this matchup here? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very familiar with both movies. I guess Mr. Holland's Opus, I wouldn't say I'm very familiar with. I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. it since, you know, certainly the 90s. I also yep. saw yeah. it in the theater, and I feel like I probably saw it again on video. Um, but it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a really good movie. You know, I think it's a one of those classic, like, 80s, 90s school movies. Um, mm-hmm. I think Dead Poet Society goes beyond that, though. Yeah. yeah. You know, it kind of, um, you know, it's just a classic movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's definitely one of three or four, like, um, of the pinnacle Robin Williams performances. It's one mm-hmm. that he's best known for. And in any, you know, if there was a 10 second montage of great moments of Robin Williams, this would be in it, you know? Yes. Oh, um, sure. Yep. Yeah. And it would be this and Aladdin and uh, Goodwill Hunting. Patch Adams. And, and Patch Adams, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Comic Relief, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, definitely, this is a stone cold classic. You know, I think it's in the wheelhouse enough of the uh, pop tarts i think it's a no-brainer i mean i I definitely think this could win like oh yeah i think i think it's got a chance yeah take the whole thing take this i think i think this is going to be the most difficult decision for judy barrett (laughs) she will be torn yes (laughs) we'll see um now you've got me thinking what was that uh robin williams cuba gooding jr movie where robin williams dies and he's in like oh yeah um something yeah. about the color it's not oh the yep. places you'll go <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what i wanted <laughs> you know that yeah Dr. no Seuss i know which one you're talking about <laughs> oh it might be a robin williams night here at the house um one <laughs> more matchup night. to yeah one more matchup to to get here to today um we have our saved by the bell matchup which i think again could be very very interesting we have uh miss bliss 
um, up against Mr. Belding. So Mr. Belding was in both shows, but I, at least when I uh, when they were showing reruns, you know, after school in syndication, I thought both shows were called Saved by the Bell, but apparently yeah. it was originally called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Yeah. Yes, season one was Good Morning, Miss Bliss, and then they kind of revamped it. But yeah, when they were yeah. showing it in reruns on TBS, like every afternoon, they definitely just yep. like showed them all as Saved by the Bell. And it was weird that the first two seasons were supposed to be middle school, and then after that it was high school, but it was the exact same school. It was, yes, and the same principle. <laughs> um, but uh, Miss Bliss, uh, played uh, by Haley Mills, which mm-hmm. um, uh, many of us may remember from first seeing in The Parent Trap uh, yep. during elementary school uh, movie day. Um, and Mr. Belding, played by Dennis Haskins. Uh, a hilarious uh, another turn as a teacher in an early episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Ryan, do you remember this episode? I don't think so. It's uh, so the the McPoyles falsely uh, accuse him of uh, being a sexual predator back when they were oh in, yeah yeah uh, school oh, funny. And, and Mac and Mac gets jealous. Mac is <laughs> angry. Oh, yes. I do remember this now. <laughs> I was such a good-looking kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this matchup specifically, I know you're a big fan of Miss Bliss. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about this matchup going forward, Ryan? This is tough. I, you know, this is one of those where, you know, Mr. Belding is kind of the headliner, you know, he's the name that everybody knows in Saved by the Bell. Miss Bliss is putting those butts in the seats. Uh, oh yeah. Miss Bliss (laughs) is definitely the one who's kind of the more classic, you know, inspirational teacher who Mm -hmm. like changes people's lives and whatever. Mr. Belding is kind of the foil, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's the heel of the show. (laughs) And so it's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily, even though he's the, the head of the school, um, I don't really think of him as a teacher as much, you know, even like Tammy Taylor as the principal, I think of her as a teacher, you know, Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, yes. Mr. Belding, I think of, you know, he teaches life lessons and stuff, but he's more of just a doofus, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, his brother was a substitute teacher for a little bit, but he's bad news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was always funny, though, the, the stories that they tried to incorporate into this uh, afternoon high school show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jen, are you, are you feeling one way or another? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what Ryan's saying, where, um, I don't think of Mr. Belding as a teacher, but, and, you know, Miss Bliss seemed like a very good teacher, but she was Mm -hmm. also only around for one season, and a lot of times those were the episodes I skipped when I was like, oh, I'll watch something else, because they were kind of boring. So, and she was a great teacher, but she was also kind of boring. Yeah, so, very true. Very whereas generic. Mr. Belding, yeah, was, and he was always, like, he was the foil, um, but he was always such a lovable foil, too. Like, yeah. you know, he, you know, cared about the kids. He wasn't, like, you know, the assistant principal in some of these other movies that we'll be talking about later, or stuff like <laughs> that, you know? Um, he, uh, he always cared a lot about Zach Morris, even though Zach Morris must have given him so many gray hairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. But... <laughs> 
Really strange, uh, strangely close, almost uncomfortably close relationship for one student. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Especially one really bad student who's constantly skipping school and like. Now, Zach, yes. I'm going to let you borrow my car. Don't let anything happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. Uh, do, do, you, no, you, you, do you guys have a favorite Saved by the Bell episode? Oh, the drug oh. one. Wait, Which there was one? two drug ones. There was. There was uh, the there was the pot smoking one with the uh the celebrity Yeah, yeah, the celebrity. And then there was Jesse addicted to caffeine pills, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh I also liked the one when they tried to Zach tried to buy discounted class rings from a shady ring dealer <laughs> and <laughs> it left a green mark on everybody's face. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of the dance competition. Hosted at the Max by Casey Kasem. Oh yeah, definitely. that was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember Slater wearing that Miami Heat jacket in that <laughs> in that bit. And that that made it into the opening credits for the later seasons. Um, um, there you go. I, I my, oh, go ahead, Ryan. I was gonna say I think my favorite episode, and for some reason, it's just one of those episodes that, like, when I think of Saved by the Bell, I think of this episode. Um, is when. Zach goes to the Dodgers game, um, and doesn't he catch a home run ball? Yeah, so he gets on he TV or something. Yeah, yeah, he was skipping school. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just such a like Ferris Bueller-y kind of episode, you know. Mm-hmm. It literally was called Zach Morris's day off. Yeah, probably. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I, oh, oh, I, I wouldn't I'm be sure surprised. Quite possibly, I, I would not be shocked. I mean, I'd put, yeah, I'd put, like, two to one odds on it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was called Zach Morris is Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he, had a, he suddenly had a best friend named Cameron. <laughs> uh, my, I just thought, but my favorite episode is the episode where they explained what happened to the girl that replaced Tiffany Amber Thiessen for one season. Oh, Tori. <laughs> oh, yeah. They definitely never explained where she yeah. she. You just left. No, <laughs> oh, I also didn't explain why they did their senior year again. So, yeah. <laughs> and do you guys remember the, uh, the 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 summer season at the beach? Oh hell yeah! That oh my great. gosh, when they worked at the Malibu Sands Le- Beach Club Le- with Stacy Carosi and Stacy Carosi yeah. or whatever. <laughs> F- F- wow, what, future, a, what a ridiculous show! Future Scientology I was, celebrity. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we make we make fun of people for watching things like Gossip Girl and Euphoria and oh if they only knew how much they could make fun of us for saving. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh finish off the first round next week. Um we've had some exciting um and very close matchups so far, so um going to be interesting to see how all of this goes. Uh Ryan, do you have anything else this week i don't think so all right uh jen uh anything mm, else nope nope awesome 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 well for everybody out there in the pop tournaments universe please keep on voting and keep on popping pop pop bye friends if you don't want to get pied by a bird Ghosty Beast. <laughs> August 28th. Theater near you. <laughs> we all love it. <laughs> oh.
Thank <laughs> you.